Hi, everyone. I'm Mel Butcher. And I'm Michelle Redfern. And we're behind the Lead to Soar podcast. We've got a couple really fun things to share with you. And the first thing we want to share is our colleague, Susan Colantuno. She started a podcast called Be Business Savvy. Be Business Savvy. We highly recommend it. And it's a short form podcast where you hear directly from Susan. It's like having a friendly mentor in your ear. So check her out at BeBusinessSavvy.com. Over to you, Michelle. Thanks, Mel. Well, two exciting things from me, along with Be Business Savvy. Number one, The Leadership Compass. My very first book is due for release on March 26, 2024. You can find out more about The Leadership Compass, what it's all about. Of course, it'll be your ultimate guide if you're an ambitious woman leader. You can find more about that at michelleredfern.com. And hand in hand with the Leadership Compass book is the Leadership Compass boot camps. I'm going to do one boot camp a quarter for 2024 for just six women at a time. And you'll be working through in three weeks. So, yes, it's short, sharp, and high impact. All of the elements from the Leadership Compass and my 40 years of executive experience. So, you'll cover BQ, EQ, and SQ, and you will be positioned to have a career that soars. Again, you can find out about the boot camps at michelleredfern.com, leadtosoar.com, or if you can't find any of that, just drop us a line and we'll point you in the right direction. You're listening to Lead to Soar, bringing women the best career advice and mentorship from around the world. Lead to Soar is a production of A Career That Soars, Learn more at leadtosoar.com. Michelle, we're back for another Get Shit Done. We are getting shit done, Mel. One of my favorite things to do, as you all know. Uh, Yep, we have good shit to get done today. Today we're talking about networking and we want to run through the five fundamentals of networking. But before we get right into that, let's talk about why this is important. I know a lot of women kind of cringe when they hear the word networking. So let's address that first. Why is networking important? Let's cut straight to the chase. If you want to be a CEO or in the C-suite or even the people reporting to the people in the C-suite, you must be known to have good networks. And to have good networks, that is not just to have a large number of followers on LinkedIn, Twitter, and what have you. This is about having networks that you can tap into and be benefit from and add value to. So it is expected of executives that they will be well networked. And the reason that that is important, Mel, is because as you get more, become more senior in your career, more senior in your organisation, your focus is less on the day-to-day and the downward looking stuff, the operational stuff. And it's more on the, the mid to long term and, and looking at what the business's strategic and financial goals are from an external perspective. One example, how do you get the access to the most cutting edge technology first before your competitors from your networks? You'll know, sure, yeah, we'll all be lining up when the next, you know, drop of 
Apple iPhones come out and what have you, but we're part of the general public. What about those people who are well-networked, who are the insiders, who are going to get access to that technology before Josephine Public gets access to it? So that's just one example. So if your organisation needs great suppliers, great products, um, great talent, and I think talent's a really good example, your networks as an executive are extraordinarily important to do that. So networking is really, really important. I am totally convinced. Hopefully you are too, dear listener. All right. So let's get into these five fundamentals. Number one is efficiency. And when I read about this, it really made me think about strategy and being strategic. But Michelle, give us your take. What does it mean to have efficiency in your networking or to be efficient in your networking? So some of the things that, in in fact, every time I run a networking workshop or as part of our, our leadership courses, and I hear the, the inward side, the collective groan around networking, and then I start to really investigate what's going on here, what gets in the way of networking, it's time. Every single time, pardon the pun, women say to me, I just don't have the time to do networking. So being efficient with your network is incredibly important. Now, there are a plethora of articles out there about if you spend 15 minutes a month on LinkedIn, you can be effective. Now, I would suggest that 15 minutes a month is not enough, but I am probably not representative of our listeners, given that I own a number of businesses, etc. So being efficient means identifying who I need to be networking with, where I need to be networking. You've got to have a plan. So don't have a, oh my God, I'm just going to you know go to everything, turn up to everything, participate in every course, participate in every conference, say, I want to be strategic. So being efficient means you have a plan and that plan is aligned to your goal. And you say, so over the next one month, here's the way I'm going to network and I'm going to do it really, really efficiently, not just they feel like I've got to turn up to everything, including online. So efficiency is key. The other thing around efficiency, Mel, is boundaries because networking is a two-way thing. So this also means having the, the guts to say, no, I'm not going to do that. And when you have a goal and when you have objectives, you are able to say, actually, no, that's, that doesn't meet my objectives. So I'm not going to do that because it can be tempting to go yes and say yes to everything. So efficiency is about number one, having a plan, having a goal, and also putting boundaries in place. Thank you. And number two here, I'd like to take a crack at this one. So the mm. number two is nimbleness. And this is described as being comfortable to dial up or dial down relationships. And you do this in accordance with really what your goals are or what you're trying to accomplish strategically for your organization. And what I'd like to tie this back to is in Susan's book, No Ceiling, No Walls, one of the things that she describes with respect to women and networking is understanding that you don't have to be best friends with everyone and you don't have to be bosom buddies with someone to ask for something. So part of being nimble is recognizing who you can tap into and how to do it in a savvy way. What do you think about that, Michelle? Yeah, we've, you've covered it pretty well. I would add that again, there's a lot, uh, networking is a lot around your own mindset. And the important point to highlight there, Mel, is overcoming your mindset around, I have to have very deep, lasting relationships with everyone in my network. 
that is impossible to do and you cannot be efficient if you do that. And it is actually okay. Now, I'm I'm going to put a gender lens on here. Research tells us that men have large networks with weak links and and they are very comfortable with picking up the phone, sending a text, whatever, to someone they may not have had contact with for a little while and saying, hey, mate, I need an XYZ. Yep, cool. No worries. Dude, I'll do that for you. Let me know when I can return the favor. Thanks. You know, so that's it's actually about getting comfortable with the fact that you just simply cannot stay in touch with everyone every week in your network. And it's okay. The second part, Mel, is again, you've made a really important point. What's your goal here? So if your goal is, let me use your industry. So if my goal is to get into the wastewater industry and I want to have a significant role there in the northern states of the US. So what, what do I need to do there? I need to, I need to focus my activity around the northern US states wastewater industry and everyone who's in it. And, and I need to pick, dial up my contact. So I would be dialing up my conversations with Mel right now. I would be dialing dialing up my showing up to events or showing up to activities that are aligned to that. And I would probably be dialing down my activities in sport here in Australia at the moment because that's not serving my goal. It doesn't mean I leave them behind, but it means that I'm, I have a goal. So I'm going to be very focused. What you were describing about men's networks there just a moment ago segues really nicely into number three, which is boundary spanning. So could you explain boundary spanning in network? Boundary spanning, or as Susan calls it in No Ceiling, No Walls, is having a whole bunch of different contacts. So it's actually having a diverse network. So diversity works here in networks. I have often seen, so what not to do, I've often seen people's networks be only about their current employer, particularly if they've been there for a long time. So they have a very inward focused network and it may even be in large organizations organizations only within their business unit or their their division. So well-networked people will have a multitude of networks internal to and external to their workplace, internal to and external to their industry. And it, and what we want to do is span, is is wander all, through all of those and become multidimensional. And it actually makes you more interesting as well. Mel, I'm, I'm sure that you don't just talk about the wastewater industry. In, no, in your, definitely in, in not. Your, <laughs> no, you have a multitude of different networks and interests and things like that. So, but what's really interesting here when you are known as, as well-networked or a good networker, people will know, they'll go, oh, Mel... I really need, and this is a truth, I really need to find a new podcast producer. Who's in your network that you know that you can help me out with? Yeah, okay. So hang on a minute. What's going on there? Mel's got a whole bunch of different networks and she's going to do me a favor because we're in a network by finding me someone that can help me. So Mel is well networked. So I know to go to her for stuff. And increasingly, I'll go back to my original statement. As you become more senior, it is expected that you're going to be able to tap into those multidimensional diverse networks. I love that. So going back to the core, this is about your advancement in your career, your success, your advancement. All right. Number four, energy balanced. Tell us about it. So let's talk about engaging the greatness in others. So we will engage the greatness in others. So find all of the skills, the attributes, the characteristics, the wonderfulness of other people, but we want to be energetic about it. If you have not yet shifted your mindset to networking is working, networking is part of 
what is expected of as my job. My positional purpose includes networking. This is going to be a stretch for you. You need to be as energetic and enthusiastic about networking as you are about other parts of your job. So what stands women in really good stead if we use research is that women are known for their emotional intelligence. They are known for and often outrated men in terms of engaging the greatness in others, relationship building, collaboration, all of that kind of stuff. So let's play to our strengths, women, and say, if we're good at this stuff and match it with your mindset shift around networking and Be energetic and enthusiastic about networking. So we want you to be really, really enthusiastic. And I've got to say, if I was on this podcast, just kind of talking like this about networking, you'd probably go, oh God, I'm turning this podcast off. Whereas you can hear the energy and the enthusiasm in my voice because I'm doing stuff that I love and I really (laughs) believe in. So be energetic and enthusiastic about this because it is part of your job. And you know what? If people are going, oh, I don't like my job, well, find another bloody job. And you need a network probably. Probably do that. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So take us home with number five. Number five is the, the bow. It wraps everything together. Again, review your mindset. Your mindset, this networking is working and is this essential to my career success. It is never too early, but it can be too late, but it is never too early to start becoming a good networker. You must be known as a good networker, as someone who is well-networked to advance your career. So shift your mindset. That's it. And and I've got to say, Mel, this is a nice way to say, and don't forget, don't just turn up, show up when it comes to networking. Yes, I love it. Don't just turn up. You got to show up. 100%. This has been a wonderful get shit done chat. Thanks for joining me, Michelle. My pleasure. Thank you for downloading Lead to Soar. We so appreciate your support in the form of subscribing, rating, and reviewing the Lead to Soar podcast. We especially appreciate when you share Lead to Soar with friends and colleagues. Lead to Soar is hosted and produced by Michelle Redfern and Mel Butcher. To get in touch with either, visit michelleredfern.com and melbutcher.com. Lead to Soar is a production of A Career That Soars. Learn more at leadtosoar.com. Until next time, stay focused and lead on.